0: If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and <sighs> Welcome to It's All About Me, the podcast.
1: Welcome to... Hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian, you were supposed to chime in. No. We're supposed to pretend like nothing happened. Like we didn't record a whole... Almost two-hour episode.
1: That turned then, out to be shit.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Welcome to Frank and Beans, a.k.a. Brian Fucked Up, the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I've got
1: one job here, and it's a very easy job.
0: Yeah, I <sighs> fucked it up. Yeah, you did. This is part two, take two of the episode. Take on two. On it's all about me, the podcast, a.k.a. Frank and Beans, the podcast. A.k.a. AKA Narcissist. The Narcissist episode. (laughs) Well, I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And we are here today to tell you about narcissists, dating a narcissist. And uh, before we do that, we'll recap our last episode. Uh, It was all about rejection, taking it gracefully, Mm -hmm. well, giving it gracefully as well as taking it gracefully, and, um, you know, just making sure that you do that to preserve both- the sanity of the person that you're giving it to, or and the feelings, and, or yourself you know. as a as an acceptor of good rejection, because yeah. because you're good enough, you're smart enough, and dog people, people like you. you. Um, so along those same lines, uh, in terms of not good things that happen in relationships, dating a narcissist can be one of those things.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, we're also going to go over the signs that you mm-hmm. can pick up on before it becomes too late.
0: And how to um, move on with your life afterwards. Yeah,
1: somebody wanted me to talk about uh, gaslighting narcissists, which I'm not familiar with this. So it's kind of good that we have to do a uh, it was
0: two. Okay, it's like one of those things... Okay, I remember this was on TFP where you got... I think it was the online dating episode, and you guys had a meme about it, I think, where it was like all those terminologies, like breadcrumbing, yeah. gaslighting. And I forget what the gaslighting is, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But for for starters... um. What is a narcissist like? What uh, I know, Brian, you had a a really good definition that you brought up on. Take you know, one I did, and
1: then uh, you know that episode sounded like garbage. So <laughs> we're not prepared for this, and we're kind of rushed and whatnot. Um,
0: right, because I am leaving for Austin, Texas, in the morning to the Altercation Comedy Festival. All right. So if you are in or around Austin, this will yeah. be airing tomorrow. If Brian has to stay up all goddamn night to do it. <laughs> yep. That's
1: what it's looking like. So, um, yeah, a narcissist, it's a personality disorder. Uh, it's a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance. Mm-hmm. Check. Check.
2: Check.
0: Check.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Um, a deep need for excessive attention or admiration. <laughs> Check.
0: Double check the check. <laughs> I wouldn't be a stand-up comedian and we wouldn't have a podcast if right. we didn't need people to like
1: us. Absolutely. Um Troubled relationships.
0: Bingo. Check. Yeah. Refer to episode one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and two and three and four and five and six. Yeah. Um And then the last trait is a lack of empathy for others.
0: Ah. See, that is the one that separates us from the narcissist. Because right. Because... I, for one, have um, almost an overt, and this is going to sound really dorky, but like it's a Pisces thing, I think, where I'm an empath mm-hmm. and I um, feel the emotions of others around me so deeply that it can be very damaging. Like, um, And it's why it's extremely uh, dangerous for someone like me to date someone like a narcissist because um, they can suck the energy out of you so much yeah by you know by that whole lack of empathy and then you're you know you picking up on that
1: sure and so. there was that article uh maybe i'll share it on the facebook page about yeah why um narcissists and empaths yeah um why they just kind of go together
0: yeah well and then weren't you saying to uh previously in the first try of this episode that um that you saw some sort of an article about um, how these people can actually – that there is actually a scientific
1: – Yeah. The, um, So, you know, people are more positive in an electrical type way and mm-hmm. some people are negative and, you know, they're, they're able to suck that energy out of you or give you energy. There's right? a
0: scientific, like, you know, response to, you know, someone else's opposing energy.
1: Right. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Facts. Oh, yeah. Did we tell you that this was going to be a real fact-based episode? Yeah. Because that is what's happening. Okay. Um, just a couple of things on on the actual definition of a narcissist before we move on to what the signs you're dating one might be. Um, there is an actual, it's an actually medical diagnosed disorder. It is called narcissistic personality disorder. It's a true mental condition. And it's more than just being vain. Um, it's that they have grandiose Ideas about uh, themselves to the point of obsession. Um, Charmingly manipulative. um, And like you said, a sociopathic lack of empathy towards others. Um, uh, (laughs) It wouldn't be a
2: podcast. First
0: purpose podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So um, some psychologists actually believe it conceals a serious lack of self-esteem, which I can see. Definitely, you know, like little man syndrome kind sure. of thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, you get the you get the big jacked up truck to yeah, cover you... up the little penis. Yeah. Um or or some uh experts also believe that it can conceal neglect as a child. Right. Which um I know that the number one narcissist that has ever been in my life, um, that was definitely one of the signs. Like, um, they were somebody that had did not had never met their father, you know, one night staying kind of thing. And, um, you know, I think that lack of attention from that second parent, Mm -hmm. um, was definitely attributed to a lot of their, well, and also maybe the,
1: like abandonment issues, like Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people who get abandoned often abandon other people or Mm -hmm. use them as much as they can before abandoning them.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and to like, um, the, the whole idea of, um, as a child, you can't necessarily control that lack of attention. Right. So maybe adult use flips a switch and then decides that, you know, then they now can control Mm -hmm. that form of attention that they're getting. And so they're going to do so by any means necessary. Sure. Which would be by all of the following signs. Was that a segue? (laughs) Are we getting good at this? We're getting great at this. (laughs) Okay. So... Um, as I mentioned, we have some actual legit peer-reviewed sources for these. Uh, for instance, this is a, an article by Psychology Today um, that gave us the top 10 signs you are dating one of these people. Um, number one, loves to talk about oneself.
1: Right. And I think this is something I do, but this is something that I do to try to relate to somebody.
0: Right. Somebody says,
1: hey, I've got <laughs> kids. I'm like, yeah, I've got kids too. It's not that one-up mentality. It's that right. here's how we are similar not here's how I am better.
0: Yeah and that's the difference between telling even though
1: my kids are better. <laughs> Your
0: kids are <laughs> fucking awesome like Quick side note because we decorate all the time, but like Brian's kids were playing soccer this weekend. They, they were pulled, fucking beasts. They schooled some shit. There was all these cool ass pictures. They were just so good. And <sighs> and they were in this little his last name jersey. And I was like, I want one of those. Yeah. I was like these kids are ballers, man. We're, we're like, gonna
1: we're gonna sell his jerseys on the on the Facebook page. <laughs> They're pretty sweet. And yeah. what's great is I mean, both of them are on um invite only teams. And oh, they yeah. are so good. Yeah, and Luke, especially
0: the one that's a little yeah, a little one. Yeah,
1: Lucas. Um, he's seven. He just turned eight. Um, and he was playing goalie, and you know, guy these kids would come in trying to trying to get a goal, and he just fucking rushes them, <laughs> grabs that fucking ball from them, and punts it like a boss. No it, fear, yeah. just
0: baller. Status. And then Adam.
1: Adam's nine. He's playing with eleven-year-olds. I showed you the picture. Yeah,
0: he was like three or four inches shorter than every one of those kids. And he's still
1: fucking in there, like getting that ball, throwing those elbows, just a fucking
0: beast. Throwing balls. Oh, man. I love it. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, you know, like back to the topic. (laughs) You know, there's a, a huge difference between having a conversation with somebody where you try to add to it. And relate to them by sharing what is common from you. Right. And there's uh, a narcissist who is going to try to just dominate that conversation. Yeah. By making it about them, mm-hmm. because not because they're trying to relate to you, but because who they are as a person or and what they were going through was more important than whatever right. you have to say. And plus
1: that lack of empathy, like that they don't care what you're saying.
0: Right. Right. So. Um, number two is that they are charming and romantic, but with a catch.
1: With a catch, yeah. And so, for your example, uh-huh. what was the catch in that?
0: The catch was always that he, it was to get what they wanted. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, you know, there's there's men that are charming and romantic, which is wonderful. But then there are or or, or women. Sorry, I, ladies. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, but you know, they. Then there's charming and romantic for a purpose, for self-serving ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, this person really knew how to just turn it on at the right time where they needed to be like... Typically when I was angry or you know, um, they wanted to me to say yes to something, sure. They would just pour on the old charm. Right. So. Or he spent
1: all of his money and needed a new pair of
0: shoes. <laughs>
1: then the charm would turn on.
0: Well, luckily mama didn't raise no sucka. so <laughs> I was like, uh no. Uh, You can wait until Christmas or your birthday. (laughs) Or you can save your allowance. Right. Or you can not spend all of your money like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, again, just be aware of those signs of what the difference is between somebody just being genuine or, you know, and not to be paranoid or anything, but like, know know if there's an ulterior motive there to the charming and romantic. Uh, Number three, we've got lack of reliability and Mm follow-through. So, again, they're probably... Making promises. Yeah, Making promises that, you know, seem really great at the time, but um, maybe at the end of the day, they don't follow through with it because they already got what they wanted out of you by making that promise. Mm -hmm. And And I thought we
1: said something really good the first time we recorded this episode. (laughs) Um, Gosh, what was it? It was you know, that they're using, they're being, and we'll get there, but they use that uh, manipulation to promise you something and then the, the lack of empathy is is what's preventing them from following They don't through. care that
0: they let you down in the right. end. They already got what they wanted exactly. is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that if they, if they, sh- do, uh, you know, exhibit a pattern right, of lack of reliability and follow through. Um, similarly, Number four is instant gratification. They expect it from whatever they want. They demand it right now. Yeah, and yeah, that its, it's kind of like a spoiled brat thing. Um, you know, I, I can be that way sometimes too, but I think it's like a youngest child thing. Because we just, do we just tan and burp? Whoa! Whoa! What uh, about that? I, I, look at how the sound went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so ridiculous! Oh my god, we're so embarrassing. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so that, you know, whatever they want, they need it now. And if they don't get it right now, they're going to act out.
1: And they're, they're going to have that little baby fit. Yep. Yeah. That little kid in Walmart that's crying because he doesn't get the toy. Yeah.
0: yeah. You want to know what I used to do to my poor mom? Oh, no. <laughs> Swear to God. True story. Um, like, we would be, like, at the mall or something, and I would want something. And, like, if my mom was like, no, I would, like, I would like crack slap myself and then drop to the floor. I'm like, oh. she'd be like you better get your fucking ass up right now and then everybody would be like yeah you better say yes next time you get everyone this mall is gonna think you beat me (laughs) I was a terrible child uh for the record (laughs) um so yeah expect expectation of instant gratification and you know of course acting out if they don't get it um Number five, they are a rule breaker and a boundary violator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's their world. We're all just living in it. Right. And the rules don't apply to them. So, you know, for instance, like a and here's another example from my personal situation. Like, this is something that we've dissected after the fact now that we're not dating anymore and we're both a little bit more able to talk realistically about what really happened in our relationship. But, um, you know, he would always say for the longest time, like, oh, I never physically cheated on you. Mm-hmm. It was just me talking to other women because uh, you were at work until 10 o'clock at night and I need attention. Right. And it's like, okay, well, that doesn't mean you didn't fucking cheat. You're bending the rules. You're right. changing the definition of cheating b- because it suits you.
1: But and there is also the, um, what is it, emotional infidelity? Mm-hmm. To where I mean
0: Exactly. And
1: I knew someone who did this and it broke up their marriage. Um, and just because this the wife was interested in somebody else, never had sex with them, never touched them, never kissed them. But there was that emotional
0: mm-hmm. thing. For that me, was that's going almost on. worse. Like honestly, we've talked about this with like yeah. with um like the you poly- just get your dick wet. polyamory thing where it's like it would be worse for me for someone polyamory versus open relationships, you know, it's like that would be worse for me because If you're just getting your dick wet, it's a physiological need. I get it. Right. Not really, but you know what I'm saying? It would be more understandable to me than if they were like, well, I love someone else too. And I'd be like, fuck that.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, you can just go have the physical act and that's... For me too, definitely less than somebody who actually has feelings and emotions for somebody.
0: Right. Agree. Yeah.
1: You know, and one thing that's not on this list, but maybe it goes kind of towards the boundary violator, is just kind of that blame shifting.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly what it was. You know, it wasn't. Have,
1: I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have felt the need to talk to these women if you weren't working until 10 o'clock at night.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was – and it was always just, you know, like uh, until – and again, later on, you know, now in life, and actually just a few weeks ago, we were having a conversation about it, and it was like we're both able to – I was able to admit that, yeah, okay, I walked into this relationship knowing who this person was and that they had this absurd need for attention. So – is that an excuse to cheat? Absolutely not. But it was a need. It was a need that they have as a partner that I didn't recognize. And I didn't um, fulfill for right. them. But, again, I'm not saying that's me doing something wrong. That's something I could have done better. Right. And, um, but, you know, it, it's it's really interesting to see, like, after the fact how, you know, when you end up in a good place with somebody like that. You can actually sort of start to change their mindset by, you know, having those discussions and frank discussions and like, look, okay, I will admit that this is something that not necessarily I did wrong, but Mm -hmm. that I could have done better, that they're more willing to start. And every time we have the conversation, it starts to be a little bit more accepting of what he did wrong and actualities of it. Like, where at first it was just nothing but like insane lies. Sure. (laughs) So... Um, but anyway, yeah, they're a rule breaker. They're going to they're gonna bend the rules or bend what you think are the rules sure. to, to their advantage. So um, number six is a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Again, it's their world. We're all living in it. Right. And, um, you know, they are entitled to whatever it is they want. You should give it to them because they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And, uh, yeah.
1: That's a pretty uh, self-explanatory one, that yeah, entitlement.
0: entitlement. So... Be on the lookout for that. Uh, number seven, manipulation. That's they a good will one. They others. That
1: is a good one. And I think that's kind of what the, um, oh, let me look at it, the gaslighting was. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: well, so- you know, like my ex, like uh, more than one person called him a ma- uh, master manipulator uh-huh. um, because that's exactly what he was. He would not just do it to people he was in a relationship with, but people he was friends with as well. And so, you can also probably look out for those signs mm-hmm. with how they treat their friends. Because- yes. Yeah,
1: so, so, gaslighting is a form of persistent manipulation and brainwashing that causes the victim to doubt her or himself and to ultimately lose one old, one's own self, sense, goddammit, of <laughs> perception, identity, and self-worth. Yeah. Multiple studies have shown um, impact of narcissism and gaslighting on relationships.
0: Oh, yeah. I was gaslighted 100%. Like, you know, not to get too serious for a while, but like after that whole relationship, it was a very dark period of my life. Um, You know, this person, through their manipulation, through their – all of these different acts, you know, they will have you alienating your friends, your family, the people around you. Your whole life becomes about them. Right. And then once you break free from that, it's hard to remember what your life was like before it and who you are as a person. And um, so, you know, that manipulation can really have just rippling effects.
1: Sure. And that and gaslighting. Long, yeah, and long-lasting
0: yeah. effects. Because, yeah, they will, you know, whether or not they, um, yeah, those. We'll, we'll get to this again. I don't mean to foreshadow too much, but, you know, if they say negative, if they get you to feel negatively about yourself, you know, it, it can last and um, so, anyway, that brings us to <gasps> number eight. We're getting so good at the segue thing. <laughs> Constantly puts others down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that's the gaslighting thing, like you said. Sure.
1: Yeah. To just give that um, always putting you down, making you feel less of yourself. Uh, and well, yeah, let's go back to the gaslighting yeah. uh, brainwashing that causes the victim to doubt her or himself. And to ultimately lose one's owns sense of perception, identity, and self-worth.
0: That is 100% true with what I went through. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, and this person would never, um, they would never specifically put me down. It wasn't like insults or anything like that. But like this brain manipulation power that they have, like he would get me to believe his own lies through just words and manipulation of timing and like, oh yeah. Okay, also probably the fact that I drink so much that it's like you don't remember <laughs> that because you were drinking, and I'm like that is entirely possible. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, like so it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be like blatant emotional abuse, but it would definitely be. The kind of thing where they just they just oh oh we got to answer it Ooh, that was stuff. oh no <laughs> um uh, sorry stuff I'll, I'll I'll get you in a second um <laughs> but uh, yeah it was just really it was really interesting how it wasn't so blatant like you do see in a lot of cases it was just very so manipulative and sure. and I'm a smart person I'm a very smart person I am Mama didn't raise no sucker like I said so you know to not only have fallen for it but then you know after the fact you feel stupid for have letting yourself sure believe it and yeah. all that stuff you know as a very smart person so it really does change your perception of who you are as a person and and it takes a lot to rebuild that so yeah um but uh, anyway yeah constantly puts others down was eight number nine reacts negatively when you don't give them what they want
1: didn't we already kind of talk about that that was the
0: um that was sort of the um that was like the 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 result of the instant gratification thing like gotcha. if you don't want to give you if you don't give them what they want immediately right they will act out sure and yeah
1: so let's see um yeah where does that come from is that I mean they're just gonna react negatively uh, if you don't give them what they want. Like you said, we're living in their world.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And, you know, it's, it's again, that whole, like, baby fit kind of thing. Yeah. But um, you never know how deep it can go with the reaction of, you know, um, with mine, it was generally just something, uh, well, you're not going to give me the attention I want. I'm going to go get it from someone else. Sure. Uh, So... Or in some cases, like, you know, to a dangerous level, I'm sure there are people who may actually experience physical abuse Yeah, from this kind of person. Oh, if you yeah. don't give them what they want, crack, you know?
1: Well, yeah. And that's, I, I mean, I'm surprised it doesn't say that, like, reacts negatively. It just kind of wraps it up into a negative bucket. But, um, yeah, I mean, that could be physical, emotional Abuse. I mean, oh, all of yeah. those things. Uh, I'm surprised. Or it doesn't... cheating.
0: You know, like, oh, you're sure. not going to give me the sex I want. I'm going to go find it somewhere else. Right. You know, whether it's uh, um, f- emotional or or uh, emotional <laughs> air quotes or right. physical. Yeah. So, um, and then number ten is lack of commitment to a serious relationship, which um, it's kind of funny because this. Yeah. I mean, there. I would say, yeah, like being a cheater is a definite example Makes of that sense. because of all the aforementioned things. Like in my particular situation, um, I had been friends with this person for a very, very long time, over 10 years. And um, we got to a point in life where uh, sort of life sort of brought us back together physically. And, you know, we were, <laughs> God, I'm so gross. Um So we started hanging out and, you know, fooling around and all this and that. And we were doing this thing where we were like, you know, at each other's houses three or four nights a week, all this. And what most people would think lead into a relationship. But I knew who he was as a person. I knew he was a chronic cheater. Right. And I said, no, like I, um, and, you know, of course, your friends warn you. They're like, oh, what are you doing with him? Well, I had accepted within myself that um, his companionship, was enjoyable enough to me and I was at a place in my life where I had no problem just um, you know having it be what it was not calling it anything Um, Three or four nights a week would be at each other's houses and then the other three or four nights a week do whatever you want I'm not gonna think about it sure and that went on for a couple of years until you know he sort of got to this point where he's like no no I want to be in a relationship I want to be in a relationship you know and you know through that whole two years I was like no 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 like I know who you are. I know you can't control yourself. Like, I'm not stupid. Like, let's Mm -hmm. not ruin a good thing. So, you know, fast forward, like, a couple years of this goes on, and it's like, okay, well, you know, whatever happened to lead me to believe that he was serious about it. And um, so, you know, we go Facebook official. We actually decide we're in a relationship. And things actually were very, very good for a long time um, until – we moved, um, well, I had, you know, I moved for my job, and, and then he moved with me, and then all of a sudden, he isn't the king of the town anymore. Right. So, then it's like, oh, this need that for attention 24-7 that he used to have, because he had this, you know, endless amount of attention where we were, was gone. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it didn't take but a couple of months before...
1: Yeah, and the easiest way place to find that and to seek that out is Mm -hmm. online dating sites and Facebook and all this other stuff.
0: Yeah, and of course that was another like thing that was so like, you know, it was like that manipulative, lying, like you know, rule breaking thing. Like where he would, um, he actually said he tried to throw our friend under the bus. Like one of our good friends had just moved, like you know, not not too long before that, to a brand new place, and and he was saying, yeah, you know, we were explaining to him that we had had a hard time making friends and he said, Hey, you guys should look at this app called meetup. It's, um, it's this like app that it's just, um, things to do in an area. You know, I ended up using it to promote the yoga class that we were offering at the apartment complex that I managed there. And, um, you know, just nothing romantic about it. Just things to do in an area where you can meet up with other people. Right. No romantic context whatsoever. So he after the fact was like uh yeah I just used that app that Kenny told us about like again trying to blame shift like it was Kenny's fault for showing him this app sorry Kenny <laughs> <He pushed around. laughs> but um but he was like he and I was like dude that's not even the name of the app the app that you were on was called meet me right and it's not the same thing not the meet same thing. me is a totally dirty like seedy fucking <laughs> dating site where they Like, pixelate the pictures after 10 seconds, and it's nothing but dating. It has nothing to do. It's just activities defined in an area. (laughs) But again, he thinks thinks I'm an idiot or something, and is going to try to manipulate that information. Like, oh, it's just that website Kenny told us about. No, the fuck it isn't. Okay, (laughs) It's like, I'm not stupid. Goodness. Will you grab me another one? Oh, yeah. I
1: don't know why we always put that close to you.
0: Because... I'm the best. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so some other signs. So
0: yeah, some uh, some other signs that Let's we see. that we that we saw about. Uh, well, the first one was you know history of infidelity or breakups. Which okay, so just you know not just infidelity but a pattern of it, not just breakups but a pattern of it.
1: Right, and that kind of goes with lack of commitment to a serious relationship. Right. Also, um, don't care much about your feelings. We talked about that. Oh um, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, we would get in arguments, and the worst thing about it was just that I would try to express my feelings, Uh and they had no radar for that. It it affected them in no way whatsoever to know that they hurt me.
1: Yeah, to tell this person that, hey, this hurt my feelings when you said this Mm -hmm. doesn't even matter.
0: Yep. I might have been
1: a narcissist at one point in time. (laughs) I was thinking about that the other day, like, especially when I was in the army, and I was the shit. Nobody could tell me nothing, you know?
0: Nobody yeah. can still tell you nothing.
1: Well, I mean, I, I listen a little bit. <laughs> problem with you the... listen to me sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Next one's uh, problem with authority. We talked about that oh, with yeah. the rule breaking and the boundary violator. Um,
0: Definitely. It might be a, like a deeper sign, like if they're like, fuck the police.
1: Sure. And I wonder, I mean. Look, and I use
0: Zach Slush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if that kind of goes the the problem with authority if in a relationship for a strong woman. Mm-hmm. If that kind of becomes an authoritative figure, yes, exactly. And they, they can't do that.
0: Oh, definitely, because I am a way the most alpha female. Right. Like uh, I am super independent. I don't need a man, um, and I know that that is a problem for a lot of men in general, but mm-hmm. probably especially a narcissist who thinks they are the most important thing that, in the yeah, world. That they're yeah, and yeah, like the fact that I am very commanding mm-hmm. of a room and attention and all that is uh, a problem with someone like that.
1: Sure. Next one is dominating conversations. It's like we did this episode before. Um, <laughs> yeah, loves Deja to talk vu. about, loves to uh, talk about oneself, and like we said, not to um, relate with you or connect with yeah. you, but to one up you, to dominate that conversation, to make it all about them.
0: Right? Bingo. Yeah. Because uh, whatever you have to say is not important. Yeah. Oh, perpetually challenging you, which is definitely true. Like. Just, you know, nitpicking arguments for right. no reason just to poke the bear mm-hmm. is another sign where, you know, it's like they do it just to control your feelings because they know like this little thing's going to bother you. So they're perpetually going to challenge you just to have that control sure. over your emotions no matter how little the thing is. Yeah. Like leaving Dishes in the sink, don't do it. <laughs> the dishwasher is right there, for God's sakes. <laughs> well, you know, and also
1: kind of um, knowing where they're sensitive and oh, yeah, you know, picking, h- hitting that button.
0: Definitely. Cause you know? again, it's a control of Absolutely. your emotions.
1: Next is uh, starting out devoted, then quickly lose interest.
0: Yeah. And I think that can either be both genuinely losing interest or it can be just pretending they've lost interest again. To control the way that you're feeling. Because again, mm-hmm. it's like that emotionally beating you down thing. Where they're not you know, constantly putting you down specifically. Right. But by expressing a lack of interest. Maybe by calling you less often. Um, making the texts not as like cutesy or right. whatever. like Yeah, just not putting forth that effort. Yeah, they're controlling the way you feel. Whether they really feel that way or not. Just to put you in your place.
1: Yeah, and that also goes back to... Uh, Charming and romantic, but with a catch, and also lack of reliability and follow-through. For sure. Next is uh, the reputation means everything. And that's what you were saying, that when you guys had moved and he was no longer the cock of the walk, Mm -hmm. like he had to go out and, you know, I'm sure blame shift. Well, because we moved for (sighs) your job...
0: The cock of the walk and every walk from here to Timbuktu. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot alarming number of people. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty gross.
1: Uh, Let's see.
0: Don't worry, everyone. I got checked out since. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: They think their emotions make them weak. Make you Uh,
0: weak. Or emotions in general. Yeah. Which is definitely true. Yeah, because it kind of goes back to that. Like, they don't care about your feelings. Right. Um, They're able to just shut it down.
1: Yeah, and that was very much an army thing for me, like, feelings, no, what are those? Girls have those, get out I mean, of here. I mean,
0: I can be like that, too, though, sometimes, where <laughs> sure, I'm like, sure. fuck feelings, man. Right. I guess it's sort of a dude in me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, require constant control over you. Did you experience that with your oh, my. relationship?
0: So, here's the thing, I, I, and, you know, I know I'm a special case because it is nearly impossible to control this, it's like... Trying to rope the wind, you know, <laughs> dating me. Um, but, yeah, it's like, yeah, I could see it where there were all of these little signs of, you know, again, not emotional abuse, but, like, trying to do things mentally manipulatively to put me in a place uh-huh. where it was, like, because I am so strong and independent and all this stuff, like, it was a, it was a constant power struggle. Yeah.
1: And for some reason, that makes me think, I mean, part of that control... There's been a couple of times um, in my in my marriage and then with the big relationship that happened um, to where it was like, hey, I'm going to go out with my buddy so-and-so. We're going to go watch the fight. We're going to go watch the game. And, you know, I would tell her. And then it was like this day-long, like, mope fest. Uh. Trying to, like, control, manipulate that.
0: Oh, yeah, where you don't even have fun while you're out there.
1: Right. And then, or... Um, hey, I'm going to go watch the game with so-and-so. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to go out with my slut friend, so-and-so. And then it's like, okay, okay. here we go. yeah. Here we go. See, yeah. power
0: struggle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because all of a sudden, they're not the center of attention.
1: Right. But so they're going to, they're gonna, you they're know. They're
0: going to make you the center of their attention, whether you like it or not. Right. Whether they're physically. They're
1: gonna, yeah, they're going to manipulate the the situation to where – well, you, again, blame shifting. Well, I wouldn't go out with so-and-so if you weren't going out with so-and-so. Uh-huh.
0: Mm. Yeah. You're like, well, uh, Roger didn't fuck 17 dudes last week, so. <laughs> right. You can save that for the Judge Debbie. Last uh, one I, this, is. These are all fake names, by the <laughs>
1: way. <laughs> last one is, uh, they believe everyone. Loves them or is jealous.
0: Oh, that is true. And we
1: talked about this the first time we recorded this episode.
0: <sighs> R.I.P. that episode. Oh,
1: God, it was so good. It um, was. But um, that men and women can both be narcissists. Oh, definitely. And that women are narcissists in, a, um, in their appearance to where men are the power and control narcissist. And I'm sure that's not, you know, it's black not, and yeah, white. Yeah,
0: it's not It's not every case, obviously. No, I've,
1: I've seen plenty of men that are very narcissistic with their looks.
0: Uh, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, but yeah, like, well, and you know, it, it's just in terms of like the jealousy thing. It's like, yeah, okay, that's easier to um, give an example of like physical vainness, but there can also be just jealousy of like, oh, you know, like, someone doesn't like who I am as a person, they're just mad that
1: I'm so successful or sure. that
0: I you know <clears throat> They're just
1: jealous. I'm so hot.
0: Right. You know? Yeah. Everybody
1: you... loves me or they're against me. They're jealous of me.
0: <laughs> Are we narcissists <laughs> <laughs> This There's is gotta be like a seventeen magazine quiz on this or something right. that we could take. No. Again Frank and we...
1: beans has become a self uh self awareness. Self awareness podcast. podcast.
0: No, but, um, you know, again, it goes back
1: to... Well, well speaking wait. of that, I mean, what of the 10 traits would you say that you have? Um, let's go back to loves to talk about oneself.
0: Oh, yeah, but I also love to talk in general. That's that's true. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have yeah, and I two that hobbies that, you yeah. know... And I covered that her.
1: to where, you know, yeah, I'll talk to you and I'll relate to you, but not to take over the conversation.
0: Yeah. And also, like, uh, you know, in my defense, like my my comedy, for instance, is all self-deprecating. Right. It's not me getting on stage and talking about how great I am, which I I will protect the names of the innocent, <laughs> but there are certain comics out there, not anyone in comedians in the B-way, of course not, but who talks about themselves. Like they make a joke about how great they are, and it's like no one fucking thinks that's funny. Right. Okay, like make fun of yourself or get the fuck off of the stage. Right.
1: So charming and romantic, but with a catch. Do you think you do that? I think everybody kind of does that to an extent.
0: I'm charming, but not romantic. Okay. I can, and yeah. I don't usually do it for my own agenda. Um. I mean, you know, there's always going to be cases where you do it, but well, no. I mean, that's the thing. The time. It's like
1: nobody would be in a relationship if they weren't lonely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, or, or didn't need that companionship, which, you know. Um, but if so, it's
0: only for an ulterior motive, and this is, you know, what we talked about is that it's more specific that they just turn it on when it's convenient for them. True. To get what they want. True. And then back and then to it, number three, they don't follow through yeah. with whatever the promise was. Yeah. And they start, to oh, baby, it, I'll be then, different this time. Oh, yeah. I'll never do it again. Yeah, the fuck you will. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like th- these all are sort of like interconnected. So would you say would that you say, are,
1: have a lack of reliability and follow through? Hell no, no, me neither.
0: I mean, only if you want me to be somewhere on time. But that's just more of me as a person. Right. We like, already
1: know, like, yeah. Beth is fifteen minutes in the past.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like I, I was late for something when I was seven years old, and I've just never caught up since. <laughs> <laughs> Instant
1: gratification.
0: Yeah, but again, youngest yeah. child thing. Sure, and i don't act out if i don't get it i That's usually true. just think it's my own fault for some reason
1: true yeah fair okay. enough uh rule breaker boundary violator i
0: mean i am a little rebel but it's not like for my own agenda again it's just because
1: yeah well, sure it is nope. it's sure it's for your own agenda i mean okay you're not right. gonna break the rules for somebody else's agenda are you
0: but it's not going to be to hurt someone else
1: right fair enough
0: specifically <clears throat> generally i keep someone else's you know it's just just to get what i want like okay here's a good example when i was 15 (laughs) this is true story. i had my mother convinced that i had a driver's license that i was part of some new special program where they give 15 year olds their driver's license (laughs) (laughs) i had friends that were involved it was a whole thing and um but no one was going to get hurt by that. It was just something I wanted to do. because I wanted the car. Well, right, okay. So it wasn't like, um, oh, I'm going to tell Debbie I'm going out with my friends this weekend uh, because because I'm going to go fuck some other girl. Right. And you know, I don't want her to know about it. Okay. Like so, there's two clearly different like agendas. Sure. Okay. I can see that. that. I can see that. Um, entitlement check. No, no, entitlement not check. No? No, no. Mm -hmm. That is a, no. I am not entitled to anything. I realize that I am human garbage. And (laughs) I, this world doesn't owe me jack shit. Well, that's true. Okay, that is a millennial trait. Don't ever say that about me Fair enough.
1: (laughs) I was talking about myself when I said check. Oh, okay, well. Now that I think about it, I mean, there was a saying that I used to, I used to love. And it's like, I hope I get everything that I'm... Everything that I've earned and nothing that I'm owed. Because if I get an ounce of what I deserve, I'm oh, fucked.
0: Oh, my God. I'm uh, that is so brilliant. Isn't it? Oh, my God. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Whoa. <laughs> that is so fucking true. Manipulation
1: uses others to... Only, you know, you know,
0: not regularly, just on an occasion where I'm like, sure. all right, whatever. Yeah, me
1: neither. Constantly puts others down. Nope. No way. No, nope. reacts negatively when don't give them what they want no i never get what i want I'm, yeah. I'm used to it like
0: i mean i do but yeah we get that 70 cents on the dollar for a reason okay <laughs> sometimes you got to use them titties to just <laughs> Yeah. You know.
1: sure lack of commitment to a serious relationship um you know it's not my fault that i'm not in a relationship you know what i mean like I've tried. Well, I would like that. Yeah. I would like that. It's not my fault. I think it's just
0: because you haven't found the right person yet. Sure. It's not because you don't want to. And you've said that many times. Like, yeah. I have said recently in the most recent episode before this, not the one we recorded that got destroyed, <laughs> the <laughs> one, one before that, that I would not be interested in a serious relationship right now. But correction corner, someone... I'm not saying my mind isn't changed. I'm saying I'm listening. Right. Because, you know, sometimes you just get you get uh, dumbfounded by a Kyle Schwarber rookie card as a gift.
1: <laughs> and what's funny is the first time we recorded this, we didn't know if he was a listener of the podcast. <laughs> and now it has been confirmed. And now it is confirmed
0: <laughs> that he is indeed a listener. So,
1: yeah. And... That's great. I love new listeners. And oh, I mean... And I mean, like, I
0: love College Over Rookie cards. As a gesture, okay, to back it on up, just to, you know, just to, men, listen to this because this is how you should be thinking if you want, and women, to, if you want to get what you want. Not what you want out of a person, but to really wow someone. Yeah. Okay. First of all, uh, I have been on many dates in my 37 years of existence. I could not tell you the last time that a man even thought of a gesture such as flowers or chocolate on a first date. Okay. Let alone going one step further and saying, you know, I couldn't decide what to get you like flowers. Chocolate is the natural like thing. I was like the natural. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but in lieu of that, I brought you this Kyle Schwarber, of the Chicago Cubs rookie card because he knew. He knew. That I was a Cubs fan. Right. And he knew that I am such a, a hard fan. Right. That that would be such much, so much more of a an intentional gesture. Ugh, I was, I, I'll probably never stop talking about that for the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> I mean, you were, like you were
1: very excited. You sent me the picture. I did. I were... went to the bathroom. And I was like, Brian, you're never going to believe this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And you were the only one I texted about that. I was yeah. like, holy shit. I just could not believe myself.
1: But that's, that's important. I mean, and, and this kind of goes back to the first date episode. Listen to somebody. You know, that's the thing. My, my ex-wife, she used to tell me that I was so hard to buy for.
0: No, you're not. That's what I'm saying. Brian, I could literally go on Amazon right now and have your present done in four seconds. Right. Now. And what would it be? B- Cubs, bears. Right. Fucking, I mean, there's so many different things. Right.
1: I'm not this- Beer,
0: beard stuff, uh, <laughs> fucking video games. Like. Right. Are so you I shitting mean, me right now?
1: Man, if you can find a way to mix two of those, like, if you could get me, like, a Chicago Cubs beer stein,
0: oh, my God. Next level thinking. Yeah. Women, listen, too. Right. If you want to buy Brian a gift, which his birthday is right around the corner. December 21st. <laughs> December 21st. First day of winter. Yeah. Then that's why my heart's so you cold. You know, think- <laughs> 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 I was born in March in the Midwest, so maybe that's why I'm such a frosty bitch. But, um, yeah, like, you know, just that next level thinking is so, it just showed me who they are as a person. Like, so the opposite of a narcissist that it was like, and, and half the reason that I have said, you know. But in the
1: most beautiful part about that, the thing that like makes my heart warm for you, Beth, uh is that he's a Chicago Cubs fan too. So he's parting with this.
0: Yeah. He could have bought that and just been like, now this is rad. I'm going to keep it. Yeah, this is mine.
1: (laughs) But like, he had to part with that. That's... Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's the goosebumps moment yeah. for me.
0: Well, and you know, like to bring it back to the narcissist thing, like I, the half the reason that I was so like, oh, okay, I'm done with dating. I don't need a relationship. I just am happy where I am at in my life. Is because, I the last relationship where I was I was in was a year and a half ago. It was with this narcissist who physically, mentally, um, emotionally destroyed me, mm-hmm. and I. I had a conversation with myself where I said, I will not make it through that again because I was so hurt, so broken in a way that I never thought imaginable that I literally said I will not physically, emotionally or mentally make it through that again. Right. So I just have to cut myself off for Mm self-preservation, you know, and I was, I have a very happy life. And I said to myself, someone will have to drastically improve the quality of that in order for me to even... Consider it. And then someone brought me a fucking Kyle Schwarber rookie card <laughs> as a romantic gesture. Anyway, so, you know, it's just interesting how, like, don't think you have to fall for these, like, charming, narcissistic people who have self-serving agendas. Like, I am a believer. Like, they are out sure. there. You well, know? that's the
1: other part with, you know, going back to the Kyle Schwarber rookie card. What do you think? Was there a catch? Did you feel like that this was the only the only reason why he was giving you this card was to get in them panties?
0: Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Nope. And I mean, you know, everybody's and kind I won't of got- get into specifics of why, but okay. that was not on the agenda that night. Right. And nor was it for didn't you know, immediate foreseeable future. But right. um anyway, yeah, it's like it was literally just something somebody had done out of the kindness of their own heart because they thought it would bring me joy. And, it did. and joy didn't fucking bring me. I'm going to be on my deathbed and be like gather around friends. <laughs> I mean, but yeah,
1: there was not a catch there. There was so I mean, I think a lot of people you should be able to pick up on that by now like you know if somebody's giving you a gift. I mean, a Kyle Schwarber rookie card? I I, I mean, I, there's What's the catch? There is no catch. There's no catch. Flowers? There might be a catch.
0: Flowers are chocolate. It's like, oh yeah, I'm putting the move on. Okay, right. you know, I'm I'm thinking. Right. I'm gonna do a romantic gesture. Right. But then, like two steps ahead, Kyle kind of swore a rookie card. <laughs> all right. I mean, and yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we'll, we'll move on from that. The point right. of all of that is that you know. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it, it's that 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 there are people out there that they're the opposite of narcissist, and that you know the whole again the whole reason that I was I had counted out dating is because these people are so able to emotionally drain you to a physical point, right, where you think you can't do it, right, ever again, and, and it's and, not true. And it's not true. It is not true. I had had it. I said that on the last episode. I was yeah. like, nope. And you're like, oh, I want. Relationship if anyone's listening. And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, don't let these people ruin your perception. Absolutely. And, the, and the biggest
1: it- thing that I want to point out is like you were not unsure, but you were kind of yeah. Um what's the word I'm looking for? You skeptical. Were, you were skeptical. And yeah. you would talk to me because this is like a mutual friend, and um right. You'd asked me, and I said, you know, at the least go have drinks with them. You know, what's it gonna hurt? But
0: it was someone you had met in real life, but I had not. Right. And, you know, like I, uh, I mean, I was Facebook friends with this person, and, um, you know, it was through a uh, Cubs fans in Northwest Arkansas right. uh, situation where, oh, well, yeah, they, they like the Cubs. I like the Cubs. Cool. We we're both in that group, whatever. And um, didn't really know a whole lot more about sure. them past that point. And honestly that was what was cool about it is that like you gave this person like your um like not recommendation, I mean I guess sort of but like
1: kind of vouched
0: for him. Yeah, or like you know you 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 forced me to push through that uncomfortableness because of your belief that they were a good person. Right. Yeah. And I'm glad that I listened to you. Yeah. Now that's on not that's on film for the rest of our lives, right? That I I was happy I listened to. You.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That is recording. Yeah, and it's going to well, be in space for eternity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's hope you didn't fuck up this recording. Yeah, too. no doubt,
1: no doubt. But yeah, that's that's a good point for anybody who's out there dating and feels that way. I mean, yeah, sometimes it can feel like it's hard to give somebody a chance, yeah. and you don't want to, like you said. The last episode you were done.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and even that, okay, so it's like I only knew this person from their Facebook profile. Mm-hmm. So it was not what almost the fuck? Uh, Ashton's home, I see the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I had only seen their Facebook profile, which is just kind of like having an online dating profile to, you know, scroll through and. Right. And, um, but you knew them better as a person because you'd hung out with them in real life. Yeah. So you're you know, um, seal of approval, if you will, was enough for me to say, okay, get over your shit of, you know, this, you've been nothing but hurt in the past, dating is a waste of time, like, just give it a try. Yeah. And, and it worked out. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, even, even for the people out there, men and women who have been hurt by somebody or, you know, that have these feelings that they're Are just the kind victim of, fucking, of a
0: narcissist absolutely. who is now damaged.
1: Right. I mean... It's not the end of the world to give somebody a chance. You might be surprised.
0: Honestly. Yeah. And it may take a while to power through all that. You know, it took a year and a half before I was ready to really consider even dating somebody seriously because of the damage that they could do to even someone as strong as me, you know? Mm -hmm. So
1: let's use that segue (laughs) to get us into getting your life back after Dating a narcissist.
0: That's right. Oh, I think we did forget one part that we had done, which is we'll keep it brief because the last one that we recorded was way too long. But how do you break free? Um, I know we talked about how I personally broke free. And I mean, you you have to just like, I, the way that it happened to me was that I found their evidence of cheating, not on purpose. It was completely uh, circumstantial that that had happened. Um, But as soon as I did, he was sleeping on the couch. I grabbed everything he owned, threw it outside, violently woke him up, and then invited him to join it. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Girls, boys, whatever they have put you through, they fucking deserve it, okay? Throw their shit outside. Fuck them. Like, there is no other way to break it than a hard break. Yeah, Because they are going to manipulate you back in otherwise. Well, yeah,
1: and that's what I was going to say. If you try to talk to this person... We already talked about how they give a shit about your feelings. Right. They're not listening to you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is their world. They're gonna they're gonna apologize. They're gonna do all the stuff that they that they he thinks that you want him to say. Or she. Or she. And they're gonna go back and do the same thing.
0: Right, exactly. They're going to manipulate whatever the situation they the the turnout that they want it to be. Right. So, you know, either they're going to say, fine, fuck it, we're not together anymore and they're not going to feel bad and that will also make you feel like shit Mm -hmm. or, you know, or they're going to try to manipulate you back into their life. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Either way, don't fall for it. Like just power through. It will be difficult. You will ugly cry for probably several weeks and, you know, go through a lot of pain. But, you know, do not be afraid to seek professional counseling help. Yeah. I wish I had done that at the time. Um, I'm ch- the type of person that is generally too prideful sure. for something like that, and I really wish I hadn't because I feel like I wouldn't have wasted so much time in that dark space in my life. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, so I think a hard break is, is the best way to just, you know, remove that person from your life and, and be done with it. Right. But then how do you then – Move on with your life afterwards. Well, I
1: think you kind of covered number one all by yourself, but setting boundaries. This yes. guy had had violated your boundaries, and you threw his shit out and him with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and they said, you know, any memory of uh, the narcissist will keep triggering the pain, slowing down your recovery. So block them on your phone, email all of your social media, get rid of any memorabilia reminding you of them, and for goodness' sake, do not stalk their profile. Totally rookie mistake that I made in this situation. Like three months, I had done so good for three months. And then I was like, whatever stupid thing I looked at that made me think of him. I was like, I'll just look through his Facebook profile one time. And then it was like, oh, he's already in a relationship with somebody else when he expressed that that was a big deal. And it was like, oh, it was just right back to the same place mentally yeah. that i was at before where it's texting him getting mad at him uh, getting upset with myself mm-hmm. and and it's just like block them block them and don't ever look back
1: delete the facebook photos that you have because they will yes. pop up as
0: memories oh and then you will just be right back in the same place and yeah. you'll and you won't be able to remember the bad times you'll be able to remember the good times only sure yeah so yeah definitely do that um Get the toxicity out of your system. Like I said, seek help from a professional. Take a yoga class. Um, there's actually, yeah, like uh oh wait, I think that's the next one. But yeah, join a support group. Um, externalize it by journaling. Like do something to physically get the good. it out. Yeah. yeah. Just
1: mull on it and keep it in your head.
0: It's like Breathing, yoga, sweating. And I'm like, mm, nope, that sounds like all not for me. <laughs> but girl, if you want to go get a cheeseburger and externalize, it, <laughs> right. internalize it, do it. Okay. Um, three, acknowledge the truth and forgive yourself. I mean, that was a hard thing I dealt with because I am so prideful. Sure. That it was like, okay, yep, you got played for a sucker. You know, acknowledge it. And forgive yourself. It's okay. You know what? A lot of really smart women came before you, and, and the same thing happened to them. Yeah. So forgive yourself. Uh, realize that part of you knew. I like that because
1: um, red flag. Yeah, there's a you. You see that all the time when you see red flags in people, and you just kind of power through because mm-hmm. you're a fixer. Um, this will be different. You yeah. Know.
0: No, it it will not be. Probably, I not. assure you. Do not ignore this. Intuition is your friend. I, like, you know, my intuition has never been wrong in my whole life. Yeah, I don't know why I keep questioning it. Um, do a self inquiry. You know, um, part of the whole process of healing is, you know, to take a look at yourself internally and just say, hey, you know, these were. Things in your life that were vulnerabilities that led you to this point, like perhaps a need for security, uh, your need for adoration, your need for acknowledgement. These are all things that a person like that, a narcissist, will prey upon to get what they want. So, um, number six, heal your inner child. I like that. Yeah. I mean... Don't be afraid to. I know
1: we had some really good conversation about this on the first I know. time. Yeah. We so <laughs> recorded stupid. it. But what was it? The um, little
0: one inside you needs your help. They need you to see them, hear them, love them, and guide them. Um, there was like a video series uh, by John Bradshaw called Entitled Homecoming that um, is instrumental in getting out of a dark hold of what? despair Mm. which was a word that i used in a previous episode before that even came up that i was truly in a a state of despair after that relationship and um oh and then it was like this dorky like and into a sunshine babe meadow of innocence where my little girl and i got to connect it's like okay let's not go that far (laughs) wackadoo (laughs) but yeah get your ass out of that despair watch a video what the fuck you gotta do (laughs) seven shift your focus um You know, there'll be a long time where you feel pulled towards the past. Um, It is cognitive dissonance and trauma bond at work. It's a sign there are still things that you need to understand and emotions to process. It's absolutely necessary to continue this work by instead of letting the past steal your present moments, set aside time dedicated to that. But practice staying mindful of the present and the future in the meantime. So don't look backwards Mm -hmm. only look forward
1: again with deleting the facebook or blocking them on facebook deleting the facebook photos blocking their number Mm -hmm. not letting this person back into your life
0: and don't get hung up on the why if anything happened why is because they're a piece of human garbage right and fuck them
1: and be done with it
0: yeah um okay eight practice listening specifically listening to your intuition um you know ask yourself how you feel with a, a, cho- a choice you're faced with and go with that inner feeling. If you feel relaxed and open, the answer is yes. If you're on the fence, it's likely better to hold back. Practicing that intuition will help you to make better future, future decisions. That is like my eighty-seven <laughs> verb. Oh my God. I don't know how anyone takes this seriously. I, right? I hope they don't. But hey, we did
1: have one listener who took us very seriously on the, um, what episode was that? Uh, rejection. Yes. And she actually was able to tell somebody, um, no thank you, I'm not interested. When she almost like went out with somebody and wasted her time and wasted this person's time, she actually reached out to us and said really good things and gave us goosebumps. Because, we helped someone. <clears throat> right. And more specifically, you helped someone. Aww. But like, you know, it's nice that this stupid little thing that we do in my spare bedroom. Oh, um, Oh, God. Um, uh, the stupid little thing that we do in our in, in the spare bedroom uh is actually able to help people and we hope that we can help more people that's being peepee girl and i don't know if i can continue to talk the entire time that she's gone i can totally hear your stream we will edit this out
0: <laughs> sorry
1: no worries Best okay. back
0: here I am sorry everyone
1: yeah somebody reached out to us and told us that uh, you know we were actually able to help them and that was that was a really nice thing to hear cause yeah we just I, do this stupid thing and
0: I know it's just you know it, it felt good to know that um, we've we've helped someone by this fun little experiment that we have. I
1: don't mean to call it stupid. It's not
0: stupid. (laughs) No, I I think those were my exact words that I used when I put it on Facebook (laughs) because I was so excited that somebody said that. Um, But, yeah, you know, we we hope that we're helping you in some way and that you can relate to all of our uh, indiscretions in life and, um, yeah, that maybe something will resonate. Especially this topic, I feel like this is going to resonate with so many people. Because I know that, you know, Again, me being like a what I consider to be a strong, independent, like smart female, I know I'm not the only person that's been through this, and probably internalizing a lot of it because they're too. It's you know, for me, part hard part of the hardest part of getting over it was like feeling like you got played for a sucker, you know, and um, and so I'm sure, hopefully, some of you out there are are not. Hopefully that you're feeling that, but hopefully if anyone does resonate with that then you know we've helped you in some way.
1: Yeah, and if uh if this is something that you're dealing with, feel free to reach out to us. Yes, you don't know? forget
0: to email us, uh, you know, Facebook message us. Um yeah, we're, we're here not, to talk to you not, not just over the yeah. air.
1: We're not professionals, but I mean, we've been through enough.
0: We're professional shitheads. We're
1: professional <laughs> shitheads, but We've been through this stuff before, too, and we Definitely. can kind of help you out and tell you our opinions or what worked for us. Um for I, sure. I had another woman we, reach out to me and was like, hey, this guy wants to see me, like, on Mondays through Thursdays, but I'll never hear from him on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. And I'm like, girl.
0: Oh, my God. See? Brian. You're
1: getting played. You
0: helped somebody, too. Absolutely. And that's what's really cool about this is, you know, I think that's kind of what we were hoping to do with this little social experiment is to, like. Help people to understand and feel comfortable coming to us for the opposite perspective. Like,
1: yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's 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 one of those things to where it's you're not alone. You're not the only one going through this. Whatever situation you're going through,
0: yeah, we, we might be able to help. We've probably right been that. through it because, <laughs> <laughs> right? Lord knows, mm. we've been through a lot. Um. Okay. So. Moving on to number nine, activate your vagus, vagus or vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S nerve. Um, being in an abusive relationship made us constantly dwell in a state a state of hypervigilance, even if we were not aware of it. So even during the highs, the intensity of the relationship made it seem like we're on a roller coaster ride. Other times we are walking on our tiptoes to not disturb the abuser, which is so fucking true because... I cannot tell you the number of times that I would cram my loud mouth up just to not piss him off. And it's so unlike me to do that, but I would know that it was going to cause more of a commotion than I was ready to deal with, yeah. or like emotionally, physically ready to deal with at that point because of how much they broke me down. So, Sure. Um, all this overstimulated our sympathetic system, Pumping chemicals of stress into our bloodstream. Um, and it's one of the reasons we were so exhausted while in the relationship. Yeah. Which, like I said, they will physically drain you of your energy because your body is pumping actual chemicals of stress into your bloodstream. How about that? Yeah. Science Frank- bitch.
1: Frankenbeans, a, science, a podcast. science
0: podcast. This is so much peer review. It's too much peer reviewed research for one episode. Yeah. Um, But anyway, to override this, we can activate our parasympathetic system, switching from fight or flight to rest and digest. Like I said, eat that cheeseburger. No. (laughs) (laughs) How to do this? Activate your vagus nerve and correction corner, if if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, One of my favorite, this is the article, one of my favorite way to do this um, is by practicing deep breathing. Take old showers. Okay, you are a pervert. And <laughs> laying on my right side, which I do that all the time. Yeah. I have like a weird thing inside my brain where because my heart's on my left side, I feel like I'm going to crush it if I sleep on it. <laughs> but I'm so stupid. Like, so, yeah, but lay on your right side. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of other different activities that you can do to, you know, reactivate that sense of pleasure. Um, that will get rid of all that toxic goo inside of your soul. Yeah. Um, Go and then for walks.
1: I mean, I, that's been the most like, walks are the best thing in the world.
0: I mean, we went on a walk that one time. Yeah. Remember when we went to the to the to the lake? Yeah, and we yeah, just yeah. walked around because we were trying to be exercisers, yeah. and we were like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we had this whole plan. We did it once, and then went and drank uh, gin and tonics and had Immediately fajitas. Immediately <laughs> afterwards, like, what is the closest bar?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever calories we burned, we got it back in the G and T's.
0: You know what? Get it back in your own way. Like we, we we probably thought that physical exercise might make us feel better. Turns out, gin and tonics made us feel better. <laughs> <laughs> true. But we did switch to vodka sodas after that day. Skinny bitches. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the actual term that's for it. That. Yeah, yeah, that's the drink. But Brian will not order it that way. He'll be like, get us two skinny bitches, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the last um, is be patient. Whether you get upset at yourself because you slipped up and fallen right back to the pit or get frustrated that you're not making faster progress, Instead of crying again, please be kind to yourself. Like, I cannot express this enough. Um, It took me a year and a half to open up to someone again. Like, quite literally. um, You know, it takes time. Like, this is such a damaging situation to deal with that you have to give yourself time. It's going to take time to heal. Mm -hmm. Heal enough to properly give yourself to a relationship again. Yeah. Yeah. Or to even the idea of dating again. Do it. So, Why not? So be patient with yourself. It's okay. Even the strongest of us have a tough time with it. So, um, so let's see. I think that's it about that topic. I
1: think so. I think it's a little shorter. I didn't give any that's of okay. my stories. But yeah, there lots of manipulation, lots of... Um, Let's say that blame shifting. Hey, I wouldn't have done this. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was actually, you know, um, I'll I'll go through the story of why I went through her phone because I don't go through phones. But she was um, she was trying to get her real estate license, and um, three times in a row she had failed it. But (laughs) also three times in a row she was out with her friend Shannon at the lake. Um so one weekend I decided, hey, I'm going to come down from Missouri. I'm going to cook dinner. I'll take care I occupy the kids. You study, study, study mm-hmm. and then, you know, you, you'll go to your test.
0: Like a good man. Like
1: a good man. And she passed. Um well her friend Shannon, which you know I failed to mention earlier, was a man um, that was also her landlord, I guess, who was mm. renting out a four hundred and fifty thousand dollars house to her <laughs> for two hundred and fifty dollars a month.
0: Right.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> because that happens.
1: Because that happens.
0: Maybe Shannon was a narcissist. I because think so. With the manipulation. With the, with, with the catch. With the catch. The catch is putting his penis. In
1: right. Right. So anyway, um, she got back from taking her test. I made. I was making her lunch, and from across the room. I could see a text message pop up and there was a bunch of like hearty eyes and kissy faces. And <gasps> uh-uh. I said, Yeah. And I said, Oh, who's that? She goes, Oh, it's Shannon. Oh, cool. What what's Shannon say? He said, you know, congratulations on passing your test. I never doubted you. And a bunch of smiley faces. So
0: uh-uh. I, so I kind
1: of let that go for a day. And a bunch of smiley faces.
0: She failed to mention that it was heart eyes and kissy faces.
1: You know, the thing is, it's it's not it's an emoji. Is but Brian,
0: some, right, you no, no, no. are not. Okay. You know, we're best friends. Sure, you are not kissy face heart eye emojiing me anything. No,
1: that's true, and that's that's another good point. It's like no, if I'm kissy facing and, and emojiing somebody, um, or you know, hearty eye somebody, there's a reason for it.
0: Right. So the said, only reason you've done that to me is if there's like an Italian beef involved or something.
1: <laughs> Right. And then it's like three lines of hearty eyes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and there, was no, there was no Italian beef in this situation, so right. I knew something was amiss. So
1: I kind of let it go. And then the next day I said, hey, you know, I really think that what I saw was a bunch of hearty eyes and kissy faces and, you know, uh, you could just make me feel a lot better if you just showed me and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I deleted it, blah, blah, blah. And we've talked about this before. No one deletes their fucking messages. No one deletes shit. No, I've got messages from a, a year ago. Yeah. And that's only because I've got my phone set up to automatically delete messages that are 12 months old. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably have them going back to 2014.
0: Right. You know,
1: messages don't take up that much space. You're full of shit. Stop right. lying.
0: Exactly. Okay. It's 2018. Quit lying. <laughs> Quit lying.
1: So, you know, she said, no, I already deleted it. It's not that big of a deal. I promise you it was just smiley faces. Let another day go by. And I'm like, look, it's really starting to bug me. Can I just see your phone? And she's like, well, the message isn't there. I, I can't show you because it's not there.
0: Why isn't it there? Why? Because she deleted it.
1: Because it was full of hearty f- eyes.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: So one day she was in the shower, went through her phone. That message wasn't deleted. And you're goddamn right that it was full of the hearty eyes and kissy faces. It wasn't faces.
0: even deleted? It
1: wasn't even deleted.
0: Ah! Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. This is going to be the last episode where I scream. I swear to God. I, I,
1: that that one scream when you killed the fly, that was... that was,
0: it was pretty intense. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: So, I, I, you know, hey, I saw that. So what else is there? And then there's messages from him like, hey, I miss you. And I want to see you. And he's sending her selfies and all this other stuff.
0: Oh, were they dig pic selfies? Or? They
1: were not. Um, but then I go further and I go into the Facebook messenger and there's like, Hey, can we have, can we have dinner soon? Can we have lunch soon? And mm. she's like, yeah, of course. Blah, 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 blah. So I, I said to her, uh, you know, I let it go. And while she was at work, I texted her. I said, look, I need to go through your phone tonight. Like there's just nothing that, you know, there's no reason why you can't show me this stuff. So sure enough, everything that I saw was now deleted. <gasps> Yeah, but I already knew. You
0: already knew. I
1: already knew. And so I went to her and I said, Why would you delete this and this and this and this and this?
0: Oh yeah, because you know what I you know I screenshotted that shit. I was like, ba-ding, 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 just took right. pictures of it on my phone because I knew the manipulator in him was gonna be like, What are you talking about? That wasn't there, it didn't exist. Right. It's like this mind game that they play, yeah. they make you think you're fucking crazy. Right.
1: And, you know, her excuse was, Well, you know, yeah, he says stuff to me and I don't you know, I don't reciprocate, but, um, yeah, the one about, Hey, let's go have dinner soon. And I said, well, what about this guy? And the timing of that was while I was in prison.
0: It's okay. Uh,
1: Yeah. And, um, so it was like, so what's going on here? And she's like, well, because uh, there was something in there where he said like, man, you're gorgeous or something like that. And she was like, Oh, thank you so much. And I'm like, why would you respond that way? And she's like, well, you don't call me pretty. And it's like, Oh. there's that blame shift, yeah. well it, I was in prison, right I get, I get, I get one- if I say
0: the word pretty, I'm gonna get butt fucked tonight
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I get one phone call a day, and you, you know what I mean? I I don't know, but yeah, that was enough for me to end that relationship. and in doing so, I became homeless oh my because God. I didn't have anywhere else to go. Um, see,
0: you went even farther than I did. I was just on an emotional journey, like you. Literally put yourself in a position where it was less uncomfortable to be homeless than to continue to deal with that abuse. It was
1: but like you said, it was easier with dealing with any of that bullshit. I mean, like I stayed in hotels. It's not like I was right, sleeping yeah, you in do like, work like, for a hotel. Right. 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 So it's I know like you were in a van down by the river. Right. It's <laughs> not like I was sleeping under the bridge or anything like that. But no, I didn't have anywhere to go. Um but it was much easier doing that than to put up with her bullshit and all this other stuff. And, you know, a little bit of backstory with Shannon. Anytime she was with Shannon, her phone would die. She oh, my
0: God. Classic. She
1: wouldn't get reception. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, this was probably 2015, 16. Oh, right. Everybody gets reception. Oh, Verizon's
0: everywhere, bitch. Right. Okay. 99% I, of the country and 1% of it in Arkansas. It's like South Dakota somewhere. Right. Okay.
1: I've seen the map.
0: <laughs> We're covered.
1: Anytime she was around him mysteriously just like phone doesn't work
0: oh my god that is a classic my ex moved too. Right. was just like oh yeah oh my phone died oh yeah sure it did
1: you see me I carry a charger everywhere I go Hello. this phone does not die yeah this phone does not die. never
0: I have chargers at your house right in my car at work yeah. everywhere I go
1: I've got 10,000 chargers and I'm my phone never dies ever 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 well, That's such a bullshit. Mine does last longer than yours, for the record. I know. I mean, I even have like the portable uh, recharge thing, just so my phone never dies.
0: Speaking of which, Droid, if you would like to sponsor the show, <laughs> I have touted how much better your batteries are than Apple.
1: Yeah, fuck you, iPhone.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Bill Gates. <laughs> Don't sponsor the show. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, no, he's so... Microsoft. I'm such right. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it was who was apple steve jobs oh god rest his soul i'm sorry oh no. anyway so yeah you but know it, what you everyone know, even the strongest of us suffer through this stuff
1: yeah and get out of it There's- get
0: out of it it will be the best thing you ever do it is a very temporary sadness and yeah. it is difficult it, w- it was the most difficult thing i've ever done in my life to get away from that person
1: yeah and the physical act of kicking him out or leaving was like, the easiest thing the I, easiest I ever thing did in the world. But
0: to cut him out of my life forever, because right. you better believe he used every single one of these ten tricks in the book to try to get back. Oh, I love you. Oh, you know, uh, you didn't even try to go to counseling. Oh, it's your fault. Yeah. Oh, you know, and it's like I stood strong, and it was so hard. Yeah. It was so hard. It would have been so much easier to just get back with him. Yeah. But then, you know, I, I was able to remind myself over and over again, like, no. Like- but, and
1: that's the thing. As soon as somebody crosses your boundaries, um, even with her, it was like, I got back with her two more times. Um, and each time it was like, hey, I still want to know what happened between you and mm-hmm. Shannon. And she's like, well, I just want to put that behind us. We don't have to talk about that anymore. And it's like, no, we do. Yeah. And I, I mean, this is not, this is not just like your get out of jail free card because we were right. broken up for eight months and, you know, I was stupid
0: enough to sit there and look at all the good times and not remember yeah. the bad times. so don't do that. No, don't do that. Like my ex and I, like we haven't really gotten back together since then, but like, okay, yeah. I've put myself in a situation where he's around and I haven't always made the best decisions as far as that goes. But, you know, the the fact of the matter is, is that, like, now we're at a point where I'm like, I don't even do that anymore. And even that was just retaliation for him, like, being in a relationship three months after we were together. And I was like, you don't think I'm going to break them up? You're out of your fucking mind. I'm right? <laughs> like, yeah. just being a peppermint petty bitch. But, you know, like, it's like we're in a good place now. Like, he's in a happy relationship. I'm doing my own thing in a different state. And, and we're able to just be friends. And it, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that we've been able to have these really frank conversations about, like... Look, this is what you did wrong to hurt me, and if you want to salvage that friendship, and I think that's part of it too, is we were friends for like fourteen years sure. before any of this happened. So, plus number one of getting your life back is setting setting boundaries. the boundaries. Yeah, yeah. so I, I should have put up better physical boundaries maybe initially, but now those walls are up, and now it's you know we're able to to continue on our lives being just friends. So, um, so you know that's a good thing, and. Right. uh not everybody's able to do that because, you know, again, like, I feel like I've reclaimed my power. Mm-hmm. I took back who I was. I learned who I was again. And and that took a long time for me because, you know, again, physically, emotionally, mentally, your life became about that person. Right. And it's so hard to remember, like, this is who I am. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I think it really took me moving physically here to Arkansas for me to have that where, you know, I didn't have that two hour away reminder right. of going back to that where now I'm like, you know, I, I got here, like I found comedy, which like has given me so much confidence and self-awareness in an outlet for that, you know, Absolutely. all these things that they're saying, you know, yeah. physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, um, you know, uh, what did they say about the the getting it out, like, well, acknowledging and forgiving yourself, um, but like, yeah, like that. Giving yourself a, a physical manifesta- manifestation <laughs> <laughs> outs
1: out the trash blood! that's the
0: trash blood! But giving yourself a physical manifestation of that anger and and pain, and you know, like this. Why I do comedy? It's like if I don't laugh about some stuff, I'm gonna cry. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's why it's really fun for me to do that self-deprecating stuff because it it helps me to get out a lot. And if I hadn't found that, I don't know that I would have been able I I would be the person I am today. Like,
1: sure. And, and and that's that was one of the suggestions is you know, get out there, work out, find find that uh what is it? Creative outlet. M- Meetup, not meet me.
0: Yeah, meet me.
1: Yeah. And I, I have been on that site before too. Um and it's like, you know, people will go ride their bike around the, the lake yeah. and everybody's invited. It's just, I mean, it's a place where you can meet people, people that hike, people that play poker, people yeah. that... Um,
0: there was a fucking ski ball league in Bloomington. I yeah. mean, what? Yeah, straight up. It was so cool. I
1: told you about Lucas hitting that 10,000.
0: Yeah. Oh my
1: God. I think out of seven balls, he got three of them up in that like little itty bitty upper left hand corner.
0: You know what we should do? <laughs> you know how we've been talking about doing merch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've got to get Pruitt jerseys up on. I the, think so. Up on
2: the website. I think so.
0: Um,
1: we'll put up a policy we'll if you would want to. Uh, Pruitt, <laughs> Pruitt jersey. jersey. But it's pretty boss, and like, yeah, uh, yeah, it was very like proud, dad proud dad on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're little studs. Yeah, they're gonna break some hearts. I, I apologize for that now.
0: <laughs> right. All of the eight-year-olds who are listening right now, we're uh, very <laughs> right. sorry for what.
1: If you have eight-year-old daughters about now, like I'm sorry for what's going to happen to them. I hope they don't live about...
0: anywhere around Springfield, Missouri. Right. I'm
1: sorry for what's about to happen to them in, you know, eight to ten years. I apologize now.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully they'll listen to their dad's podcast and learn a thing or three. Oh
1: uh, yeah. So. Hopefully they're just a you know a bunch of nice guys like 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 their dad.
0: Like their dad. Yeah. Well, I think that's enough about narcissists for the day I think so. Um, um, I think that it is now time for our shout outs corner. yeah, but real quick um, yeah.
1: if you've had any experience with a narcissist um, tell us your tell us your stories yes um, FNBpodcast b podcast at gmail.com um, the
0: letters FNB, yeah podcast
1: Fr- um, foxtrot November Bravo
0: podcast podcast at gmail.com uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then on facebook don't fe- be afraid to message us on facebook i am working on the twitter account <laughs> i'm gonna do it on my way to austin tomorrow <laughs> but um anyway speaking of podcasts uh let's give a shout out to our good friend zach slasher and trash blood podcast which is Ever so funny. Yeah. You know who was on it this week? Who oh Sunshine Sunshine. I saw that. Sunshine in the morning from one of four point nine. Like, we'll have to listen. I'm super excited to listen to that yeah. one because I love her. We both heart her so hard. Um also two J's one Mike. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we were supposed to record a cast with them today, but Mikey is very sick. So but in the meantime, definitely give two J's one Mike a listen. Um, Our two new comedian friends out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Amazing people. (sighs) Amazing people. Jay Jackson.
1: Jay Jackson is so cool.
0: love him so much. And Bear, David Bear. David Bear. He just goes by Bear, but he is so great.
1: Both of them have liked the podcast. And uh, Bear has been a little more... um, What's the what's the word for it? Uh,
0: interactive.
1: Interactive. Like yeah. uh, he's liked a couple of posts so far. So
0: well, and guess what? what? I bet you there's a reason for that, and I get to fill you in on it today. Yeah. News update. Roast battle number twelve. Okay. Guess who's coming up? Zane Lovely, who is also a, now a Little Rock comic. He is my comedy son. <laughs> he he lived in Bentonville, but now he moved to Little Rock, which is you know. How we met. He was on the show this weekend with Jay and Bear uh, up at Black Apple Crossing. Don't forget to check those out on Saturdays. Um, But anyway, <laughs> so we wanted Zane to be in the roast battle upcoming on October 5th so badly that we were like, let's just open up a spot for one of uh, the Little Rock comics so that they can drive him up here. Yeah. Because he cannot see and driving... By himself would be unsafe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For sure.
0: So, guess who's going to be in it? David Bear. That is awesome. Bear. So, he is going to be in the next roast battle October 5th at, oh, I don't know if it's at stage 18 this time. I feel like it really? was at a little weird different location. Oh. But Friday, October 5th. Oh, no, that was maybe Dunst, I think. Okay. That is no longer a thing. Okay. But anyway, it's probably at stage eighteen. If not, just check out Comedians NWA on Facebook. Uh, email us at comediansnwa. Oh no, don't do that because I don't. Check know. check out the Facebook. Yeah, check yeah. out the Facebook page. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's gonna be a really great roast battle. Um, on October fifth, so definitely check it out. Steph Bright, our good friend, was on that show, so always check her out. She is just doing many many things. Uh, S T E F Bright, just like it sounds like. And I said this the last episode, but
1: like, so I feel like I have to say it again this episode. Steph, bright, whatever you're doing at the gym, keep it up. Yes,
0: we, yeah, uh, the, even if
1: it's the the weird, awkward thigh the, press, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is staring at you. The
0: erased episode. We keep it up. We went on a tangent where we were. I was like, yeah. Brian mentioned that he could tell you look great, and I said, yeah. By the way, I was looking at a picture of me and Steph and Pride, and I was like, damn, she is fucking. And that was doing three months ago work in that gym. Uh, that she was three good. months ago. Yeah. It yeah. was like about three months ago. Yeah.
1: Ask her about her fitness tec- techniques and uh yeah. s- see if you can get some tips from her.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Or come check her out at the show. She'll you'll probably hear about her fitness routine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Zane Lovelady, uh, Jay Jackson, David Bear, uh B A I R for the record. Um, shout outs to all of you. Shout outs to Sam Hunt, amazing our amazing singer, songwriter who Wrote our very own theme song.
1: And speaking of which, I mean, I haven't gotten a date when this is going to start, but Black Apple Crossing is talking about every other Sunday doing live podcast shows.
0: <gasps> That's right.
1: And we've been...
0: Kim Smoots
1: is... Yeah. Is... And she, she said that we're on the top of the list. Love it. And I think it would be amazing if Samantha Hunt would play live our theme song. Uh Ah,
0: uh, Sam is Julia's so, thing. So
1: you can understand like this unhealthy crush on Stan- on Sam Hunt as well.
0: Yeah, Brian has a raging boner right now, as we speak.
1: <laughs> and I'm in sweatpants, so it's <laughs> I can't hide it at all. They're
0: actually my sweatpants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got. We went to
0: record trash blood. I have a huge is,
1: boner which, in best sweatpants. Which
0: is, we went to record trash blood, which is filmed at the chamber of sweatpants and puppy dog belly rubs. <laughs> and Brian did not have any sweatpants, so no. lo and behold, I loaned him mine, and now they're his. Mostly because of all the raging boners. <laughs> <laughs> this, this
1: this isn't the first time.
0: So anyway, well, <laughs> I think with that being said, <laughs> all right, I think that's that's an episode, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's an episode or it? an a, episode two Anyway, you,
1: yeah, and I, I think I'm just as proud as this one as I am the last one.
0: Awesome, me too. Good deal. All right, well, take care, you little Frank's and beanies. Take
1: care, you little Frank's and beanies.